Hey guys and gals, and welcome to this week's episode of Adam's World of Gaming News. So, before I begin this episode, I don't know why my intro always sounds like that. It just kind of, like, drags on with this weird way I do my voice. But, anyways, aside from that weirdness, the first topic of this week's, which, by the way, I'm just going to go ahead and say I'm recording this one a good few days early because I'm setting up so much other stuff with the podcast and doing stuff with my personal life that I'm just going to get this out of the way. This stuff may have changed or already come out. Actually, I think... One of them will come out uh, the day after this releases. One of the things I'm going to talk about should have, should have released. This is big game companies, developers. They can change stuff whenever they want. I don't get to choose dates. But the first game, I guess I should say, we're talking about today is No Man's Sky. A game that came out a while back, which it came out for PS4, Xbox One, and, and computer. And basically, procedurally generated on like the biggest scale known to man, of, as far as I know, in games. It's universe, not universes, it's the universe with solar systems, I don't know, um, planets, all the animals, everything is procedurally generated, and it's almost impossible to find somebody, until now. They have recently unveiled, I don't remember, uh, July 17th is when this article that I'm reading released, they recently unveiled their new update, and the name of the update is just called Next, N-E-X-T. Basically, this update kind of adds multiplayer, I guess you could say. And it adds multiplayer, you can fight, you can help friends to stay alive or prey on others to survive, is what the studio, this is quoting from the studio, you can build tiny shelters or complex colonies that are shared for all players, fight as a pirate or wingman in epic space battles with friends and enemies, race exocraft across weird alien terrains, creating racetracks and trails to share online. The character customization allows you to personalize your experience. Along with all of that, which by the way sounds amazing, I've only played the game a little bit because it is owned by my brother, the only copy I've ever touched, which he lives two hours away and I can't just drive up there and go play a game whenever I want. But along with what I just said, the game will also receive a visual makeover that according to Hello Games, the game's developer, has dramatically improved planetary terrain generation, ground textures, water, and clouds. Additionally, there's also significantly more detail added to ships, NPCs, and buildings. New planetary rings and improved space visuals have also been introduced. On top of that, the game is now playable in third person. And if I keep scrolling through this article, for some reason they've put this weird advertisement that's just a giant red box in the middle, you can also now command freighters and upgrading and assemble um, a fleet of frigates, which, by the way, this sounds amazing because you always see those giant ships, but you can never do anything with them. From the way this sounds to me, it sounds like you can do something with them. And if you can, I find that amazing. I might actually have to go to my brother's apartment and steal the game again. But besides that point, uh, nearly let's let, here. I'll read some more of this article to you guys. This article, by the way, is from Gamespot.com. Lovely place for me to find these articles. But here's another quote from Hello Games. Nearly two years ago, our small team of friends with a shared love of sci-fi opened up the universe of No Man's Sky for the first time. I did not realize this game was two years old. Hello Games said in a press release. It was an innovative, weird, and at times lonely game. I loved that. It reminded me of science fiction books I grew up with. Which I will say, this is 
well, it can be a lonely game. It's like it's supposed to be, I think, a billion in one or a million in one chance to find somebody else. Which I will admit, there were there was this whole big thing about two players found each other on opening night of the game. But I mean, that's one in who knows who knows how many people were playing the game that night. Because I mean, depending on how if you've got a hundred million people playing, it's gonna happen. I doubt I don't have any real numbers here. But this update, this podcast is supposed to release Monday, the 23rd of July, 2018. This update is supposed to release that Tuesday, the 24th of July. But who knows if it will. All I know is that this is supposed to be one of their biggest updates. And it sounds amazing. I just realized I haven't read this article in three days. One second. And like that, I hit the wrong button to pause it and just created another little timeline of weird ups and downs in the audio but oh well i mean i can just take this and patch it on to the end of the last one that's what i did with the first two but from what i can tell um or what i read because i finally found the part i was looking for the giant red box threw me off but here's a little bit more about the update base building has undergone undergone some changes for the for the next update and players will now be able to construct multiple bases anywhere on a planet what you can craft is also increased in complexity, and the size limits have been reduced. There's new base parts, too. Which, that was actually right supposed to talk about before the fleets, but I think the fleets sound a lot cooler. Yeah, I mean, if you don't agree, oh well. I mean, base building is cool and all, and I like games like that. But being able to fly a giant fleet of frigger, fr- frigger? Freights and frigates? You, you get what I'm trying to say. But I will say that this... From this update, it sounds like they're actually kind of getting some things they missed at the beginning and some things I didn't think they were going to touch. Because multiplayer, while, I mean, you guess technically it's like just one giant server, so isn't it always multiplayer? But this is real multiplayer. You're actually getting to join each other. You know you'll be with each other. I didn't think this game was going to have that. I mean, everything's procedurally generated. You have no idea where you're going to spawn. You could be the first part. You're going to be the first person to discover a lot of the stuff when you spawn and go to many, many planets. Which I haven't gone to too very many, but I've done a few solar systems with planets. Um, this isn't the first big update for No Man's Sky. They had one called Atlas Rises update, which introduced sto- a story mode, which I don't know if that was in the game when I played it or not, because I don't know when it came out. But this is, well, this does say that was, well, no, this is sometime. I thought it said soon after. Sorry about that. But this update, I think from games, yeah, originally games gave it a 7 out of 10, saying that the, he highlighted fr- uh, frustrating items with management, UI, and the lack of NPC personality, which I will admit, the NPCs didn't have that much of a personality, just kind of grumbled at you, and you hoped you had learned enough of their language to understand why they were grumbling. But I just really can't wait for this update to come out, and then I'm going to go see if I can't play the game, and if I can get a hold of the game, or maybe go get some time to play it, I want to see what changes, but first I have to convince my brother to let me show up and play it. Oi, maybe I should have prepared a little more. I just realized I, there's no way I'm going to be able to talk for 11 and a half, 12 minutes on this. I try to make these podcasts anywhere from 20 to 30 minutes. As long as I get in that range, I should be fine, which I think this one topic I've made, wait, I think I was at six, seven minutes, which is nowhere near enough. So I'm just kind of looking around for what to talk about. I could have sworn this article was twice as long. But Hello Games, have they created... I don't think Hello Games, at least to my knowledge, this is like their first huge game. But I can just do a quick Google search here. But, and, okay. So, I'm an idiot. Apparently, they did Joe Danger, Joe Danger 2, the movie, and a few other games. But, I mean, this is their biggest... They were founded in 2008. They apparently have 16 employees as of 2016. And they're British. 
which I don't know why this is of 2016 and not 2018s. 2018s? 2018, but oh well, that's enough about the developer. No Man's Sky is an interesting, huge, and procedurally generated game that I cannot wait to play a little bit more of. And maybe play some multiplayer. I wonder if it's all going to be multiple console or if there's going to be any split screen. Because I think my dad, working across country just about, he has a PS4, but to know I'm going to get my hands on that. My brother has a PS4, and that's the only copy of the game we have, so it doesn't really matter who has a PS4. We only have one copy of the game, and I am not shelling out any more money because I've already shelled out enough money on Age of Empire and its DLCs. Don't question my life. But with that, I think I've probably talked enough time to maybe possibly do enough, because I do have to do a summary at the end, and there's a little bit of a jingle. You know you love that jingle. I actually got some comments on that saying it was nice. But, yeah, and speaking of, I yeah, I did add the music credits to that in the YouTube video, because, hey, I actually started uploading this on YouTube, because YouTube finally decided to work. But let's move on to topic number two. Okay, take number three, topic number two. Is it going to cut me off again? I don't know why, guys, but every time I try to record on topic number two, which I'm watching the timeline right now to make sure it doesn't cut me off, it keeps trying to cut me off. And so far, it looks so good. But topic number two, now that this all hopefully works, is um, base, is more for the Xbox fans, the Xbox community, that if any of you listen to this podcast. But the topic is Halo. More specifically, Halo's possibility of having a Battle Royale mode which I'll go ahead and spoil it for you now, ain't gonna happen. The Halo franchise manager actually had to get into it because so many people were asking, and he said he has zero objection to it. There are quite nice games like um, PUBG and Fortnite that are more specifically in focus to it these days, and but it's been around a lot longer than those two games. And then Jeff Easterling, I believe he is a developer for Halo, he probably is either 343 or Microsoft, said, I'll tell you right now, the only BR we're interested in is the Battle Rifle, the original BR, so calm yourself. <clears throat> Which I find this quote amazing, because I mean, everybody who's ever played Halo knows that the BR is a Battle Rifle. Uh, kind of like, I guess you could say somewhere between an Assault Rifle, or I think that's what they were, that's not what they were called in Halo, was it? Oh well, and a Sniper. It was I, sometimes Burst, or maybe it was always Burst, sorry, it's been so long since I played Halo. And it has a scope, not as far as the sniper, but it had a scope, so it was kind of a mid-range gun. And I think it had a little... There's like the assault rifle, then you've got the battle rifle, the DMR, which fires slower fire rate, and then you have a sniper, which is a sniper, so it's going to fire one bullet. But Halo Infinite, I'm sure you all guys know, is the next big game series. And this one will, like the others, not have a battle royale. But O'Connor said, I believe it was O'Connor, not Easterling, said... You can always just make your own, while in their custom game mode, which for those of you who have played StarCraft 2, is like StarCraft's custom arcade area. Halo has always, well not always, but many Halo games have had a custom games area where players can make their own map, well, maps and modes, and I would like to say some of those maps are quite amazing. I once went to a, a water park as Master Chief. That was interesting. I murdered many other people. Which, if you got where to go into a game like Halo 5 and search up Battle Royale now, there are many different variants of Battle Royale already made. Which, sadly, none of these can have 100 people due to the fact that Halo 5's cap is for a lobby is about 16 people, I'd like to say. I know Halo 4 can only hold about 16. But I think getting 16 of friends together to host a Battle Royale game mode in Halo, nonetheless, would be amazing. Even though you probably could, well, you might be able to do supply drops, but the only issue is, like, you know it would be there. 
unless there was some way to do a random weapon pad, which for all I know there might be, because I've seen some amazing things. The best thing I've built probably was a racetrack on that space map on like the Halo 4 or 5, I don't remember. But it was amazing. The one with like the two asteroids and all that stuff. I think it was 4. It's been a while since I played Halo. But I know a lot of people have been asking um, Mr. Mr. Developers peoples, Hey, why not do Battle Royale here? Other games are jumping on the bandwagon, like Battlefield 5 is planning on having one. Call of Duty Black Ops 4. Grand Theft Auto Online already has a mode and has had it for months. Which, I see people, are they're just wanting um, Halo to do it like all the rest. Because they, they see these guys doing it, why can't you do it? But I think the people over at 343 are make, kind of doing the right choice. And saying that they're, no, we don't want Battle Royale. Because all these big games making Battle Royale modes, it's just going to tire everybody out. You're going to like, everybody, you know, after you play PUBG, you play Fortnite, and maybe Black Ops, then you're going to buy Battlefield 5, not 4, 4 was amazing, and be like, what, why is there another Battle Royale? I got this game to get away from it. But so maybe that might, I think what's going to happen is reduce lower sales at the beginning. There's going to be people who are going to buy it because it's Halo. I mean, it's quite a nice franchise if you ask me. I've played it since the very first Halo. I still remember a good bit of the very first Halo. Not really. I just remember like one storming a beach. But, um, and then, so basically, sales might go down a little compared to others because no Battle Royale. Battle Royale is popular right now, but it's still a fad. So eventually, people are going to be like, I'm tired of Battle Royale, and those who want Xboxes will go buy Halo if they haven't already or don't have it somehow already. And they'll be happy to play a game where they're not all in a giant map that's shrinking on them while there's 99 people or 90 who knows what trying to murder your face. So I think this is a good idea just because I don't, I mean, I take breaks from Fortnite all the time because I'm tired of dying the same way. But also, Halo Infinite will be free at launch for people who have Xbox Game Pass subscriptions. Also, I feel like an idiot, although I guess technically not. Hey, Xbox gave me a free month of Game Pass, which I'm as soon as I finish this podcast, I'm going to go restart it. But I'm using it to download one of my favorite Xbox games of all time, Elder Scrolls Oblivion. You all thought I was going to say Skyrim, didn't you? Well, too bad, because Skyrim Legendary Edition is in the disc tray. I have a problem. Please help. But, um, I mean, Oblivion was one of my favorite games. It had a lot more DLC than Skyrim. It, I don't remember how many it had, but it had less. I mean, not like it. They cost less. They were smaller, less um, data. And I will admit, it did have this one game-breaking bug I didn't know about until I tried to start a new game, because we had I've had Oblivion somewhere for as long as I can remember. And but we did none of us realized, not even my parents, because they probably didn't really care. They didn't play it. Me and my brother did. Is that we had a special edition that literally gave us every DLC with the game free. They came with the edition. It was like Game of the Year special. We had both. I loved Oblivion. And I went and downloaded all those one day and played them in my current save and loved them. I especially love the DLC there that gives you the castle that's on a hill somewhere. Uh, I just like the idea of having a flipping castle with my own warrior peoples. And there was another DLC where there's like, it kind of looks like a lighthouse, but it's in the water and it's all sunken in parts. But it's your house and it's pretty much just all underground. But in one spot of that house, there's this room. You get this little nice resource that can cure the starting page, um, stages of vampirism. Also, yes, I realize I've gone on a tangent about Oblivion, but what can I say? Oblivion is an amazing game, and I'm not even to the 20-minute mark in this podcast. Maybe I should actually um, script these. Speaking of scripting, I guess I can move on to a little add-on here. 
I have started a lot of new things since originally um, this podcast. This podcast is now found on SoundCloud, which after I upload them directly to SoundCloud and using an RSS feed, they go to iTunes and Google Music, where you can listen download on all three of those. And I also upload them directly to YouTube, which the first one went up a day late because YouTube was being a pain in the rear. But they are now on all four of those, and they can be downloaded from three. Technically, they can be downloaded from YouTube, too, but not in a way that I would say is technically legal in some cases. And, well, I wouldn't be able to see it in statistics. And I also, I did make a post on Reddit on r slash gaming, which got buried twice. I made a second one because I forgot I made the first one, and the second one looked better. But finally, I have a Discord server, which if you're listening to this on YouTube, you can find it there. If you go to my website, and it actually loads properly, because I swear that website hates me sometimes, it, there is a widget there, which should allow you just to go click a button and uh, be added in. For those, and if you're on SoundCloud, if you go to my profile where all the links are that people add, there is a disc, all, there's YouTube, Google Play, iTunes, everything is right there on the right side. For those of you on iTunes and Google Music, who downloaded or who are listening to it, subscribed and listening to it there, I will try to remember what I'm going to do, because I'm going to edit this and get it all ready to launch. Well, actually, I can't do all of that. But what I will remember to do is in the description of this podcast, like the episode details for some of those, I will remember to add a, what's it called, the link to join. Which I will say, if you go to Discord and you click the little plus in a circle on the left side where all your servers are, and you click um, add a server... You don't technically have to put in that whole link. If you're doing it on a web browser, you can put in that link and it'll open up Discord and you can just hit join. If you're in the app, you take after the last backslash, you take that little code right there, like I don't remember how many digits, you type that in after where it's after you hit join server and boom, it just brings you straight to it. Whew. Also, I would be so grateful if those of you listening on iTunes and Google Music would rate and review. So I, that's one way you can tell me what to fix. And if you, it does get rated highly, I don't know why you would, but who knows. Then maybe more people would find it and we could grow our audience. For those of you watching on YouTube, a like would be well um, appreciated and to subscribe. And it's got a comment section, so why not use it? Oh, I have to think of a description for this one. Eh, it shouldn't be that hard. So I think I've, and as for those that my um, website, that's kind of just a place to find everything. It's just a splash page. Here you go. Here's everything. And it's got links to my everything. I think I had my Twitter on there, but I might have removed it. I don't remember. But I know it has links. It has links to anywhere you can find anything about this podcast, except maybe my Twitter. But that's just because the Twitter isn't specifically made for this. It just, it works along because it's already got my name, my branding on it. And but for if any of you guys instead of just suggesting things like you oh hey you should do this if you would rather help more hands on just join my um, Discord server which is just in, well you'll find the link or you'll see the code and just join up say you want to help and I can talk to you about helping maybe get somebody to help me script these a little bit more because I've got a couple moderators and another random member who came from a different server I um, help administrate because I'm not bad at administrating servers I would like to say. But they don't, they're really just here for when it grows, they can help keep people from being idiots. And one of them, well, I mean, he's, he owns the other one that I work for, but he's kind of just here for me to talk to. He is actually the guy I talk to most about this. He knows more about the podcast, more about the plans, more about everything than anybody else other than myself. Actually, at this point, he might know more than me, but hey, I can say I have reached the 20 minute mark. 
and I'm about to hit 20 minutes and 15 seconds in three, two, one. Yeah, you can. Oh, okay, never mind. I was a little bit early. But yeah, Discord, Reddit, iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Music, my website. I don't think there's anything else. I mean, I can look at analytics, but I have like four subscribers on YouTube. I've got more, three followers on SoundCloud. iTunes and Google Music, they're slacking. I haven't seen any analytics come out of that, which kind of bugs me, but I could see people listening to this on SoundCloud and YouTube. One of my moderators actually brought up YouTube after I was having issues. So I went and tried it, found a way to get everything working, and now I'm there as well. But uh, I don't know. I guess I should probably start wrapping this up. I mean, I'm not that far into 20 minutes, but I think if I can hit 22 minutes, I, that was what I was told by some articles I was reading was the best place, to kind of like the best time. And I still have to add 30 seconds of jingle in here. So to summarize this week's podcast, No Man's Sky is getting a huge update like tomorrow from when you're hearing this, which is adding pretty much multiplayer, rapid, a lot of changes to the looks of the game, the graphics, and some amazing giant ships. And then there's Halo. No Battle Royale made by the actual 343 or any Halo connected companies anytime soon. And probably not ever. Which I am fine with. And finally, it wasn't really a topic, but you guys should join the Discord. And I guess before saying bye, I'm just going to go ahead and say if you're on YouTube, like, comment, subscribe. If you're on iTunes or Google Music, go ahead and rate and review it, please. I'd read them all. Criticism is always nice. Just don't make it hate. Try to make it constructive criticism. That would be a lot eat better. And if you're on SoundCloud, you can always comment there. There's likes. There's, I don't know. You just follow, subscribe on all of them. Follow, do all that good jazz. But, and I'd also like to yet again thank No Copyright Sounds for their amazing music. That is my intro and outro. I'd like to thank the guys on Obscurity Discord for helping me out so much. And the owner of Obscurity Discord for being the best lazy person ever who just listens to me ramble half the time. Um, I don't think, and thank you guys, finally, I'm going to do this every week, I don't care if there's only two of you listening, but I'm going to say thank you guys for listening, because you guys give me the, um, I don't know the support, the motivation to keep doing this. I will say, in my eyes, this is a lot easier and a lot cheaper to do than running a YouTube channel, because a YouTube channel requires a heck of a lot more editing and a lot better equipment, because that, well, depending on the channel. All I required... I literally could have gotten away with doing a podcast, like a full-on podcast for who knows how long, for $55. Be I say 55 to the dot, because that's how much this microphone cost. This mic- black blue snowball, which I've talked about before, was $55. I've got $25 headphones under the desk, and I'm using a free software. The headphones are useless, unless I get a co-host. And I don't even... Could somebody explain to me why, when you have a co-host, and you're sitting next to each other, you're talking in the same mic? Are, what are the headphones for? I know I'm going to sound like an idiot, but I mean, they're sitting right next to, unless they're trying to listen to like other people talking in or something. I really don't know what the, or they're, that's, maybe that's how they get the script. I don't know. But if somebody wants to explain it, that'd be nice. I've gone over my 22 minute mark, but uh, see you guys next week. This has been Idom and thanks for stopping by at Idom's World of Gaming News.